This dude's gonna be the greatest Raider of all time. I put my job on the line for this dude to play. We are the number one show in Vegas. It ain't Usher. Man, we gotta knock off the team number We gotta we gotta knock off the head of the snake. 15. Hate the color red. Like we we saw red, we hate red. And I told him there's a difference between dislike and hatred. There's a hatred for the Chiefs. And you know what's coming. And we sat there on the sideline, we were celebrating watching that shit as we took two knees. Okay. I'm not apologizing. We don't apologize for how we play. By the time the fourth quarter hits, you get the wave of, of Kush going through the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole stadium. And you're, I'm like looking around and all the guys are like, welcome to Oakland. I'm like, yeah, this is legendary. I'm really him. Talking my shit like, really him on God. Walk up in his like, yeah, I'm really him. All right, y'all, we're back with another episode of The Rush. Today, for the first time in live, we got a full audience in the crowd, as you can see. We might just have to hit them with the Raiders to start it off. So, I mean, it's only right. One, two, three. Raiders! You already know. That was solid. Come on, man. Get that shit out. Turn that shit out. So yeah, we have a, obviously a very special guest today. But first off, I'm Max Crosby. I got my brothers, Brogan, Dustin, and DT in the house. And of course, I mean, the man doesn't need an introduction, but the new head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna you know we're gonna start it off. Uh, I had a I had a you know we had a lot of a lot of discussions. You know where are we gonna go with this? Um, but for me, the first thing that came to mind, um, asking you what. What was the first thing you did when you got like confirmation that you're the head coach? What was the first thing you did? I ain't gonna lie, man. I walked outside, looked up to the sky, and I was just thankful. Mm -hmm. Humbled, you know what I mean? Honored. I know I said that before, but like on some real. Yeah. Like, this is real, man. Like, a former player, inner city dude, from the bottom, get an opportunity to come to the organization as a linebacker coach. One of the first guys that introduced himself to me when I walked in the building was Max. First day, out the gate, I'm like, this dude different. I've been around some dudes now. I'm like, this motherfucker different now. I said, okay, cool. And you see this whole transformation in Max knows. I mean, we've had countless hours and conversations about everything, life, football, on the field, off the field, family, personal money, leadership, championship. And then that carried out through our whole team. You know what I mean? And just the conversations, and that's just like, me asking Max, or asking Tyree Wilson, who's all-time leading sack leader with the Raiders? He's, yeah. uh, uh, he's stumbling, Max. Spits oh, it man. off. <laughs> NFL, uh, Max. Bruce Smith spits it off like, man, what are we talking oh, yeah. about? You know what I mean? And then that trans translates to, you know, dealing with Devontae and Josh and just doing it from afar. And Max, you know, I stayed in my own lane, man. Mm -hmm. I stayed in the back room half the time. I'll sit on the floor right next to Max, giving him lunch food and shit from the guy, from our cafeteria <laughs> people. Oh, not Angie. to yeah. manage like, hey, give this to Max. All right. Here, here, Max, here's your lunch, man, you know? You know, Brogan knows really well. Yeah, like, on some real, like, because he got his routine. 100%. Like, it's like, boom, all right, boom. I'm sitting here, I'm just kind of minding my business, man. And then when that opportunity came, it was like, what's up? I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And what I told Mark was like, are you ready? Because I don't think he knew what he was about to get. You've been ready, though. Been ready. I was born ready. Amen. I came early, five days. To be exact. Amen. Supposed to be born on Halloween. <laughs> I came early. I mean, I'm dead serious, man. And these guys know, like, but I'm a foot soldier, right? If my role is to be the linebacker coach, I want to be the best linebacker coach in, in the NFL. I wanted my linebacker group to be the best linebacker core in the NFL. And God 
me when I became the head coach, I'm going to be the best guy head coach there is in the NFL. That's Amen. me. Hey, man. No, it's real. I mean, he kept it real from the start. Like, when he came in, he was blunt and honest. He said, this is how we're going to do it. It's going to sound different. It's going to look different. And you just felt the guys, you know, buy into it uh, immediately. So, like you said, like, a lot of people, you know, have their opinions on, you know, they talk about, oh, they're smoking cigars after beating this team or whatever and things like that. But, like, you know, we talk about it all the time. There's 31 teams and there's one Raiders. And, you know, that's why I feel like, you know, I, I stood on the table for him. You know, all the guys stood on the table for him because you, it's what you see is exactly what you get. So um, that's ultimate respect. But I got one more question. I'm going to pass it on to my guys. Um, so we talked about it. You know, we talked about old school football. You brought it up. You know, who's all-time sack leader? Bruce Smith. Guys like that. I know you played with a ton of legends from Strahan to, like you said, Bruce Smith, a bunch of legends. Who was the hardest guy you, got, you had to play against when you were playing and why? Larry Allen. Larry Allen. Big boy football, okay. right? Yeah. I'm a rookie. We're Monday night football. Emmitt Smith is still playing. And this dude got his, his pants rolled up. And I see this, this his, his sock, but it has this, this circle, this, this piece, this object in his sock. <laughs> and he went right here. What are you talking about? He, like right here, meaning like, you don't run a play here? I strap up, boom, run through the B gap. He comes off the nose tackle and just, bam, hits me. Oh, sh**. I looked up, I looked at the other sideline. LeVar Anderson was like, hey, man, uh, hey, you got to look over here. That's where the huddle is. <laughs> this man was different. What he had was dip in his mouth, tobacco right here, and would tell you where the play was going and dared you to run through his gap. And I didn't play, I didn't play with many D tackles that wanted any smoke. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't want no smoke. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't want no smoke. There's certain dudes you're like, you got it. You know, you yeah. know. Like, you got it, it's good. you give him respect, yeah. right? Yeah. You give him his flowers, and it's like, man, you got it. And it just knew every, I knew every time that I suited up that it was gonna be a long day. And I brought it, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm telling a funny story, but I, I try to bring it every day to him, every, every week when we played in that division. Redskins, when I was with the Giants, when he was with the Cowboys. So I hear a funny story. So, <clears throat> 2006, offseason, he gets released. Like, hell yeah, he's not in division no more. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden, he signs with the Niners. So then the schedule comes out. Guess who we play? Nine, the Niners. Week one. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm getting it. He's older, though. <laughs> so Larry never pulls. And Max knows this. I, used to tell you, I tell these guys the same thing. Larry never pulls. And I call it cow tipping. When a big lineman is going this direction, you can tip him over like a cow. But if he squares up on you, you don't want no smoke. <laughs> yeah, you know, you cow tipping, right? You look at him, boom. You got it. You got that today. You got that going. And you do it, you run. <laughs> so big Larry turns that corner. And I'm, boom, I hit him. He go down. He looked up. I start running. Got him. So you know who did it. But like that's ultimate respect, man. Like to answer Max's question, there's always gonna be somebody that got your number. Yeah. There's this league is like you gotta check your ego. You gotta roll your pants up each and every day. You gotta know every day you gotta bring it because there's somebody there that can whoop your ass. And that's just the matter of fact of the game. And if you ain't got your ass whooped, you ain't played long enough. Either be humble or the game's gonna humble you. You're gonna get humble. 100. percent But what's it been like, you know, giving your facility up to a divisional rival? Uh, in the locker, Max like, they got my locker. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. He's ready to go. So yeah. just yeah. your thoughts, what it's been right. like for you, because I know it's tough. You love the Raiders. So. No, it's tough because we can't go in the building. Like, yeah. we're locked out too. NFL rules everything. It's, but you go. know what? It's motivation. Yeah. And, you know, going up, guess who's the last time to beat them, though? Who's the last time to beat the Chiefs? Oh, Come on, man. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
yeah. these dudes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they man. did that. Yeah. So it's okay. It's cool. Like, like I told them, like, we're running back. We'll yeah, see them so. again. They got to see us. We got to see them. Yeah. 100%. And we already gave them, we already given a recipe of how to do it. These yeah. guys know what it's like to go do it on a day where, and we talked about it. We were the, we were the first show on that day. Yeah. We was playing at 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock their time. There was no NBA. LeBron wasn't playing yet. Everybody's watching the Raiders versus the Chiefs. And I told these guys, I said, listen, this is our time. It's our time. It's enough enough. And Max know exactly how we built up that week, what I was doing to build up that week to hate the color red. <laughs> like, we, we saw red, we hate red. Yeah, that's right. Like, it was on that kind of level, right? Yeah, yeah. And I told him there's a difference between dislike and hatred. Mm-hmm. There's a hatred for the Chiefs. Like, you got to yeah. truly dislike and hate this individual team. 100%. We'll be cool now in the offseason. We see it. We're going to shake hands. We're out in a place like this. 100%. But between that green lines, between that white lines and the grass, it was on. And these guys did it. So we're okay with that for now. But that's also going to be motivation. Max, I'll pull out some videos. I'll have them walking through. We got all the cameras in the building. I'll be able to pull some stuff out. And at the end of the day, it's a long ways to go. But at the end of the day, you got to give them their respect. Yeah. They've done it now for seven years, man. Yeah. Three out of four years, they're in the Super Bowl. They're like, to be honest, we're striving for that. We're looking for, I'll talk to our guys about winning consistently, winning stamina. Mm -hmm. Do it each and every day. doesn't matter that we're not playing today. But we're trying to win today. We did something today to get better, mm-hmm. right? Either you get better or you get worse. Amen. And that's, that's our mindset. And again, we're going to push to that until me and him are sitting on that stage with Roger Goodell, and we're holding that Vince Lombardi oh, yeah. trophy. That's what we want. 100%. Before, you, before your next question, I got I to gotta let you break it down, <laughs> how that week was, because that, that was legendary. I mean, the, yeah. the buildup every single day, kind of touch on that a little bit about yeah. what your mindset was and kind of give them, you know, in the crowd, obviously, um, you know, kind of what you did. So the first game, you guys remember, we, um, we were up 14 nothing, And I talked about, like, hey, man, we need to come out. Enough is enough. We need to, we need to put, you know, put our foot on their throats. But I didn't think I did a good enough job of saying how we need to finish the second half. So going into next week, that's all I, I thought about. Like, man, how can I just paint a picture of how I see the game playing out? That's really what I think I do really well. I can, I can play the game out before it happens. Yeah. So what I did is I went through it by quarters, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So on Wednesday, we came in. It was Thomas Hearns, Hagler, right here in Caesars, 85. First round. Slugging. Slugging. I don't know who won. We don't know who won the first round, but God, they're going at it, right? Boom. Oh. Thursday, we pop up. I put uh, Diaz and and, uh, uh, McGregor on. I showed a second round of that fight. We all know how that went down. First one, boom, boom. And then you see the choke out, and we we cut it off. And then we went into... You got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm-hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his ass. Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah. filling them, yeah. love taps. We touched them. We in the head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. Mm-hmm. So I show those guys Jordan getting his ass whooped consistently. And on the side, I got this screen. I got these two, these two, <laughs> these two side... Um, and it's kind of like, this is almost a little gory. Like, this, we're getting crazy now, right? This is fucking broken. And we got these two screens showing of us just getting after it, Raiders versus Chiefs. And then the last one, I showed Muhammad Ali in the, four, in the 15th round, the 12th round of his fights. Just giving it to him, finishing, finishing. I said, man, when we get to the end, we got to finish him. We got to put him away. Yeah. We got to put him away the way we want to put him away. And if you go back to that game, they did a we talked about that second quarter, dominating the second quarter. Yeah. Defensively, two touchdowns in seven seconds. They were so hyped, I called a timeout just to calm us down. 
I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm like, everybody calm down. Like, this. I got Jack Jones over here. They fight. I'm like, Max, I'm like, hold on, everybody stop. We call timeout just to slow the pace down because I'm like, we're going, we're ready. And then you see Patrick Mahomes looking around. But the best part about that game, Max knows it. You know, we did a great job in the fourth quarter with, in the red zone on fourth down when they kept going for it. Patrick put his cape on. I always tell Max and Devontae and our, and our, our stars, hey, put your cape on. You're a superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, I look at you like my comic book. Yeah. I open it up, I want to see what Max Crosby does. Yeah. I want to see what Devontae does. Well, we saw Patrick Mahomes try to do the same thing, and these guys wouldn't let go. I mean, they were relentless for 60 minutes, and then what we wanted to do is what I call the best play in football is we wanted to get to victory formation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was no fair dodge. I told the offense, no fair dodging. What does that mean? Bring the guy full back in. And you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And we sat there on the sideline. We were celebrating watching that shit. Two knees. Yeah. They got the victory on Christmas Day. So that was a buildup. And they played it out, man. I give them credit. They, 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 again, it goes back to what Max said at the very beginning. Like, the vision, the strategy. Man, they play it. I've done it. I can talk about it. You, you, you feel me. Yeah. Everybody in here, you feel me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they got to go do it. Yeah. They got to go do it. And that's why I told them, that, yeah. you got the keys. Here, here go the car. Here go the road. You got the keys. Go drive. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. 100%. No, so Christmas Day, my favorite holiday, I'm sure everybody else, but the second biggest day outside of Christmas is Super Bowl. Super Bowl week. Obviously, we're here at Flankers, New Era sponsoring the boys, which we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a dog, though. Dog on the sidelines, but a dog on the field when you play. You won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so your credibility, you got that. Um, how, do you, how do you think that has prepared you as a head coach to go chase that ring as a coach now from winning that as a player? Yeah, it was tough because, you know, came from the underdown, underdog role, you know, yeah. played in New York with the big bright lights, you know, played with the Michael Strahan's, Eli Mannins, Tiki Barber, Plasco Burrs, I go on and on, right? Really good, good football players. Mm-hmm. But um, the year we won the Super Bowl, in my opinion, we went up against one of the best teams of all time. I know they didn't win it, but that 2007 Patriots team was, was bad. Uh, they were good, man. With Randy and with all Randy that. and Brady and, and Wes Walker. They had Brewski, Junior Seau, Richard Seymour. Santi Samuel, I mean, you're talking about Hall of Famers across Hall the board. Rodney Hamilton, like, what are we talking about, right? Yeah. And we faced those guys three times that year. We faced and we faced them the last game in uh, the preseason, yeah. the last game of the regular season, and then obviously the last game in the Super Bowl. But what gave us the confidence going into that playoff run was that we played them week 17. <clears throat> we had clinched the playoffs the week before against Buffalo. And there was talk about that we need to rest our guys because let the Patriots go ahead and get the 16-0 record. Well, we didn't want to do it because it was on our turf, right? They were playing in, at that time, Giant Stadium. And there wasn't even no question, we're going to play. Like, what are we talking about, right? We're going to do this. But what we wanted to do was gauge ourselves because next to the Patriots, the Cowboys with Romo was 13-3. and mm-hmm. uh, Brett Favre and those guys was 12-4. and four. Really good football team. And those are the two teams that whooped our first two games of the season. Gave 80 points, 1,000 yards. It's got embarrassed. So we're like, no, no, we, we, we about to show up against the best. And we did. We were up by 12 in the third quarter, and then obviously Randy made some plays, right? But what happened in that game was, gentlemen, I talked to Max about all the time, Justin Tuck showed up. He, they can't block Justin Tuck inside of the three technique. Got him, checkmate. Straight in, OC off the edge, got a problem. Fred Robbins, Jay Alford, Matthias Kukunuka, a problem. So basically put our four DNs out there, our four, four best pass rushers, Along with, you know, myself playing the, 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 the mountain cat uh, game versus Tom Brady, chess match, like, we good. We just need to get there again. And we went through that playoff extremely confident. The same way these guys played those, to me, the last five games of the season defensively, 
is how we win the playoffs because we shut down pretty much every team that we went up against that you know did a really good job. John Gruden and the Bucks, uh, 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 Tony Romo and uh, Jason Garrett, and then obviously Brett Favre and McCarthy. So we went up against some really good offenses. But it was a mindset of our defense that, like, look, we're going to be dominant. I love Eli. Eli, I think for – I don't think any of those games threw it for over 300 yards. It was about our run game and our defense. When you look at the Raiders, it's about our run game and our defense. We'll throw the rock. Don't get me wrong. We'll put up 63. Could have put up 70. I would went for two. We would have put up 71. <laughs> like, that's our mindset. They know. Like, no, I'm not apologizing. We don't apologize for how we play. Because no. nobody's going to apologize for if they whoop our Right? So we press on the gas and we don't apologize later. And we smoke our shit and talk our shit. Right? That never changes. Right? That's just yeah. who we are. Oh. <laughs> now, you get, you're really ready to play. You know, we'll get you a workout in a couple days. Yeah. But don't worry about that. But I'm saying, but Max, no, this is how I talk. Yeah, every day. And I have to slow down sometimes because I do get excited. Like, oh, okay. All right, AP. Hey, Coach Hedl. Right. So, guys, this is what we're going to do. But it don't quite work. Because I know who I'm dealing with. I know my audience. And I know what we need to do. And until we get this consistently turned up, and like I told Max, when he takes the keys, when like that one day he told me, AP, hey, I need Robert Splane and all them, and he kicked me out the huddle. I was like, well, guys, about time. Give me the out the huddle. You run the show, Max. It ain't mine. It's yours. And that's what these guys have now done. They've taken ownership of the team. And when you say that, oh, AP, they run the show. No, they're not. They're carrying the message that I'm speaking that I don't have to keep saying, and it comes from him, the leader, the face of our franchise right here. That's what it's really about. When you say how we rolling, it's because Coughlin had to talk to more. Yeah. Myself and Strayhand ran the show. Yeah. I checked everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about it, Coach. I got it. Oh, he late? I got him. He tripping? I got him. That's what they supposed to do. What would mean more to you? Obviously, you've already won a Super Bowl. Would it be as a player or as a coach? Full circle. This organization hasn't done it since when? 83. 83, yeah. 83, 84, right? Yeah. It wasn't born. Sure. <laughs> Can't even Google it. It's not even on TikTok. Yeah. Right? Can't even podcast that one. No. Mm. It'd be kind of cool, man, for myself, Max, the rest of our team and our staff to not just get there, but to me, I keep talking about just being consistent of winning. Mm-hmm. We got to win the division first, man. We got to knock yeah. off the team in red. Yeah. They've been dominating for seven years. Yeah. We, got to, we got to knock off the head of the snake. Yeah. 15. Yeah. We got to do that first. And then we get in the playoffs, our style of play and their effort, their energy. I think Max will tell you this. At the end of the season, they could have kept playing. We weren't, we weren't done in week 17. It was oh, like, no. we looked around like, that's it? Like, what, we, what we do next? We were just hanging out in the, in the hallways like, well, I guess we got to go home because they're telling us to go home. Like, yeah. These guys still real. wanted to go, man, and it was about how we prepared, I think, throughout the week, keeping them fresh, not having long meetings, listening to the players, right? What makes AP different and special, in my opinion? I think Max will tell you. Like, I listen. I'm a great listener. I've gotten better at that. I sucked when I was younger. Yeah. When I was his age, I was the worst. Didn't listen. I was a young bull. I was a young bull. I just kept running like Max. Like, now I'm trying to get Max. Hey, listen, I got you. We go to Kansas City the first game. I know I, he's not supposed to play. I put my job on the line for this dude to play because he looked at me. I brought him in lock. I said, you good? He did just like that. I said, I trust him. Yeah. But I said, if you get up slow, bring him to that sideline. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He was cussing me out. I said, it's good. I said, you want to go back in on third down? He threw him back in on third down. We get up the field. Everybody's happy. But it's like, it's a respect. Like, I get it. But you also got to let me protect you from you. And then there's about longevity, man. Like, this dude's going to be the greatest Raider of all time. Some of these other players we're going to have, Josh Jacobs, Devontae, they, they can go down some of the best Raiders of all time. My job is to protect them and put a winning product on the field each and every day. 
and come up with a plan of how to do that consistently. It's not one year. I'm not trying to be Millie Vanilli. Y'all yeah. know who that is? <laughs> not a one-hit wonder. No, we're not one-hit wonders right here. No, every week. And that's what I think. People say, well, the honeymoon is over. What, what honeymoon? I've been there. It wasn't like y'all just placed me there. I was already in the building. I went through the fire with them. Yeah. I felt the pain in Chicago. I felt the pain when we lost to Detroit. I felt the, the day we had the Kumbaya meeting on October 31st. Yeah. Or October 26th, excuse yeah. me. You know what I mean? I knew what it was. Yeah. So I went through it. So there's no honeymoon. I went through the pain. But now we'll never go back to that part again. No. We made a promise in the pack. That doesn't exist in our building no more. 100%. Walk around mad. Every day. You better be happy. No. You better bounce when you come in. If not, stay home. No, we'll get somebody else to come in. They don't want to do it. It's the first thing he said, too. Right? It's like we're walking the building with a smile on our face. Simple as that. We're going to have fun. Do our work our ass off. But we're going to have fun doing it. Like, literally... Day one, black and white, no gray area. This is what we're doing. That's been yeah. the same every single day. Yeah, just like I told him last game, what I say? I say, listen, hey, Champ Kelly, hey, uh, hey, you good? On Wednesday, they get a check, right? Yeah, yeah. So if anybody want to get up and don't want to do this this last week of the season, y'all, y'all free to go. <laughs> Staff, coaching, <laughs> kitchen, security, get the hell out. But if you sit your ass in this chair, we rolling. Rolling. And I finished the meeting. I asked him again, you good? Then let's go out here and kick these brown clothes. That's what we did. <laughs> That's what we did. Amen. Amen. Bless him. Yeah, but this is every day, yeah. though. Right, Max? Yeah. This is every day. I got to max his energy. He got max. When he on some weird I'll be like, hey, man, get going. Yeah, when yeah. he gets moody every once in a while, yeah, he tripping. Or, 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 when he's, or when he's over there rehabbing in the pool, I'm like, oh, he don't want no smoke. <laughs> then all of a sudden, he knows that we talking shit, right? So we, we had the right tackle that, you know, he, nobody blocks Max. So I'm like, he knows. I'm like, it's two minutes. Like, hey, block his ass. He's right here. Get him. You better block him, Max. Look at him. like, ah. I said, slide right. Slide right. right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bet. Let's turn it up. I'm the whole practice. But guess what up. happens, though, when that happens? Everybody gets better. Yeah. Right. Our tackles are blocked. If they're blocking the best defensive player in football, it's easy on Sunday. Yeah. But he knows the one thing we did, we compete in practice. We compete all the way to week. The last week, last, that, that last week. Friday, they were like, I, I was trying to do a walkthrough. Yeah. And they were like, nah, P, we got to go. Nah, let's finish it right. Like, you want to really practice? Yeah, yeah we want to practice, practice. We want to run, run. Well, let's go. Yeah. Competition out there, man. So that, that's why I say, like, the good part about it, I think we're all starting to see it the same way, right? Mm -hmm. They see how I see the game. It's competitive. It's physical. It's a, it's a mindset. I haven't done nothing physically. I'm not going to play. I run with Max. I go out there. I do the half gases. I run half of them and cut them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the mindset. It's our mentality. Our goal, my goal is to make sure on game day, they're ready to play mentally, emotionally, spiritually. They got to do it physically. Amen. Amen. So you've gone from coaching high school all the way to getting your dream job here at the Las Vegas Raiders. What's been one of the most pivotal uh, moments in that journey? And then why is that? I'd probably say the college ranks. You know, I spent four years there, had a lot of good players. You know, there was talk of me being the next head coach, and then some stuff came up, and, you know, the rules are different for every program. Yeah. You know, we, we uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I walked away from something that, you know, I was building. You know, I had a quarterback there that I recruited, Jaden Daniels. Yep, yep. Had a corner there in Jack Jones, a receiver in Ayuk, Rashad White, and a bunch of other NFL-type players, and... They came here because they trusted me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it, it was, it, it hurt me to walk away from it, yeah. to move on. I had plenty of opportunities to go to the National Football League since 2016. I just chose not to do it. I did television. Got in the world that you guys are doing, broadcasting, you know, in front of the media. That wasn't my time and place. And then when I got into that world, I'm like, okay, I'm moving along. And I never wanted to have people come on my behalf or work with me 
or follow my lead and then leave them behind. Mm -hmm. So walking away from the college ranks and, you know, you got, I, I recruited almost close to 50 players that was on those teams. To watching them like, well, what do I do? That, that, I struggled with that, you know? I didn't want to, like, mm -hmm. leave them with unknown or with who's going to be their next coach or who's going to look after them or who's going to take care of them. Yeah. And as you saw, and if you haven't, just read on it, most of those guys left. You know, Jaden Daniels left and won the Heisman. Yeah. I knew that, you know? <laughs> we saw him at the last game. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you need. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, man. Like, for me, that was a moment where I didn't – but also I knew, like, that was my time, yeah. right? Even when I was at Long Beach Poly – had Jack Jones, kid named Matt Corral, a couple other NFL players. <clears throat> I thought I did my job there. You know, got kids out of the inner city, got them education, got them to a four-year college. Boom, you go to college. Now my goal there was to help them be the best college player to get to the pros and see what that's like. And now that I'm at the pros, it's guys like Max. I play with Hall of Fame defenses. I play with the all-time leading sack uh, leader in the National Football League, and Bruce Smith, and then Michael mm -hmm. Strahan. I play with almost eight Hall of Famers, excuse me, I think either eight or nine Hall of Famers. So I know what it looks like. Yeah. I was a good player. I wasn't great, right, because I didn't be in the Hall of Fame. But I was good enough to, like, you know, be recognized and do what I've done. But to me, it's like giving those examples. And that's the conversations I've had with Max. I've had with Tyree Wilson, Robert Spillane. Just like, man, what is it like to be a pro? I've been here and done it. Max, as good as he is, he hasn't been where I've been. Yeah. And we're trying to get there. Right. He's a great individual player. But until he hosts that damn Lombardi, he's just another player. He can't hang out on Sundays with all the Super Bowl champs. Mm -hmm. He's not in that club yet. Yeah. He needs to get in that club. Our team wants to be in that club. Yeah. That's what we want to feel because that's for eternity. Yeah. Great players you forget about. Great teams, champions, lifetime. And then everybody you just named you, that you had at that, on your team that you recruited, I mean, those are well-known well players, right? What does it take for them to transition from college to be successful in the NFL? And what do you think that the main uh, yeah, attribute? Yeah, work ethic. Humble. Yeah. Humble. Humble, man. Humble. Because it can be taken away from you like that. Like that. That's how my career was. It was like that on a Friday. Done. Never played again. Never laced them up. I didn't get carried out. There was no stretcher. There was no ambulance. There was no breaking news. Got hit in the neck. Had an MRI. It was done. You know, saw Max. He looked at me. and he, I remember like yesterday, I'm sitting on the sideline. For the, the, and we're going in on defense. They either kicked off or punt. Yeah. He's like, Pete, look at my knee. Thing like this, I'm like, whoa! I'm like, you know, he said, Max is down. Max is down. <laughs> Max is like, no, I'm not. And he does a little swipe thing and runs out there. I'm like, man, this dude, how does he do it? And he plays for X amount of weeks throughout the season, you know, to finish it. And it was my job once I took over to make sure he finished the season and managed, and we didn't have to have no issues for long term. And I know that was a big concern, but the biggest thing is being humble, the work ethic. You forget <laughs> how you got to the NFL. It was hard work. You had that chip on your shoulder. You was always looking to create an edge. And what is your edge? I don't know. Is it you watching film? Is it you studying? Is it your eating habits? Is it your routine? I don't know. We're all different, right? Mm -hmm. Max has a routine. Mm -hmm. When he gets off that routine, he's on wheels. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. The whole building knows. Everybody, what, Max, what, what, Max, okay. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Love it. Then you got other guys. That, they're not on routine. I get them on routine. We got to get them on something, right? Yeah. So everybody's different, and you got to treat them accordingly. But I think for all the great players, what I've noticed, is that they're striving to always look for the answers of how to get better. Mm -hmm. They're looking for the answer, why? Yeah. Why? How can I get better? What, what more? Give me more. Give me more. Give me the reasons why I should do what you're asking me to do. Does it make sense for the team? Does it make sense for me? Does it, is, it a, is it a winning um, play on that play? Is it a, win, a winning scheme? I don't know. Like, even for coaches, not everything we draw up is right. 
what I, I tell him all the time, says, the call's wrong. It's your job to make it right. You got the final, you got the final answer. Yeah. And that's the truth. That, that's how I think. I called the play, or our coordinator, our coordinator, Pat Graham, called the play 30 seconds before the ball snap. If he sees something different, I always tell Max, if somebody in your personal space, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Yeah. Point is out, like, I'm going to whoop you. You'll see, whenever you see Max point at receiver, like, I'm going to whoop you. Should Max know that? They ain't about to block him because he just told me he's going to whoop you. Yeah. <laughs> that just took out all the gray. Yeah. So it's like yeah. those little things from a mental standpoint, and um, I got to keep going. This is the mindset of the, of the athlete because you get comfortable. Yeah. We're making F you money. Yeah. F you money. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you playing for? Mama's taking care of. Wife's good. Kids good. Dog's good. Everybody good. Mm-hmm. What are you really playing for? Respect. Legacy. History. Legacy. 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 Mm-hmm. This dude want to be the greatest Raider of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. But guy, he's working on it. He's working on it. Every day. Every day. Every day. I love it. No, um. You know, we want to obviously get the fans involved. We got one more segment um, with our boy. We call it Keeping It Creel. Our man Dustin Creel over here. We're going to hit you with some rapid fires. Okay. Some rapid fires. So he's going to hit you with it. You have to answer, you know, however you want to. All right, right here we go. First Let's one. do it. Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Tom Brady. Michael Strahan or Lawrence Taylor? Strahan. Ooh. White horses or black horses? You see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland Raiders or L.A. Raiders? L.A. Ooh. I'm from LA. Okay. <laughs> I grew up in Compton, California. Hey, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey, man. Old school cars or modern cars? 64 Impala. Exactly. Defense always wins championships. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's keeping it real right there. All right. We're going to get, uh, yeah, we're going to get the fans involved. Um, DT, you can take, you can take over, brother. We'll go down and we'll ask both of you guys, and you can't repeat the answer. All right? All right. Um, all right, cool. So first one, funniest person on the team? No, I will say Nesta. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, tough, yeah. I think Nesta's up there. I would say Amik Robert, uh, Robertson, for sure. All right. All right. Who's the uh, fastest player on the team? Because everybody thinks they're fast, especially wide receiver DBs. Trying to think. I would say Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Trey talking. Yeah. yeah if sure. not, then I'll say, if we can't agree on the same matter, I'll say Nate, Rob, Nate, uh, Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs, yeah. Nate Hobbs is up there. He, yeah, he's a freak. Who's the strongest guy on the team? It might be Jermaine. It might be Jermaine. It might be, yeah, it might be Jermaine. It might have to fact check. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we're not. saying strong, he's just everything. Or I mean, like squat, squat. squat. I see yeah, it. squat and bench. I think he. Yeah, I seen the bar bend, so like <laughs> yeah. I judge it off that. He took the crown. No, he, he throws weight around. Yeah, yeah ridiculous. Yeah. All right, biggest nerd on the team. Aiden <laughs> <Yeah>. O'Connell. Our <laughs> <laughs> boy Barb. He better be a nerd. He's a quarterback. He better be studying right now. Where you at? In the playbook. No, that's funny. I literally, I was going to say Brian Hoyer. 100% yeah. Brian Hoyer. It's got to be a quarterback. If it wasn't it's a quarterback, we're in trouble. Yeah, in fact. in trouble. All right, I'll let you answer first. Hardest working dude on the team. Not even close, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. Not even close. Yeah. I appreciate that. Who would you, who would you say? Hardest working on the team? Um, I would say, honestly, from games overall, I think Jacoby Myers. I got to put Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby's, up there. A girl. Jacoby's a dog. I mean, from Sundays all the way through Monday, I think, you know, on a day-to-day basis, he's definitely. He could be a one on 
any, a lot of other teams. Bro, I'll take that dude any day. And any I, day. I don't really deal with the receivers like that. They yeah. cool. I like them. <laughs> but this dude, cool. this dude is different, man. Like, he's, a, he's a dog. No, I'm saying, like, you he's know, because they, they, you know, they're all about catching the ball. Like, this dude is, he'll do whatever, man. Like, it's, like, not even the dirty work. It's just like, man, he a team dude. Like, you just watch mm-hmm. him. He nods his head. He's like, like, he'll, he'll run. He'll catch the ball. He'll block. He'll start throwing the ball for us. I'm like, God like, yeah. what could he do? Like, it was like the ultimate team player. Like, be honest, if he's on any other team, he's the number one receiver by far. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close, man. Like, I can't speak more highly of him, of how unselfish he is as a player. Um, we're a better team because of him. Now, Devontae's a star, without a question. Yeah, no doubt. But, man, you need guys like Jacoby. Do you yeah. think it's rare nowadays with just the way people get paid, um, egos, all that? Yeah. Do you feel like it's rare to have a guy who is legit? Team guy, team first, especially at a wide receiver. You could say DBs too, but yeah, wide yeah. receivers more importantly. Is that rare territory? Do you say nowadays? I don't think you see it as much. You know what I mean, not as like, much. I mean, blocking like that. I mean, Jacoby's like run the crack toss. Like yeah. he's telling the coach, yeah. "I want to run crack toss so I can ear hole linebacker." Like yeah. there's not receivers looking forward to doing that. They're trying to run their routes for the most part and do their thing. But yeah, I think I think it's pretty rare to be honest. I like it. Who would you least want to date your daughter? <laughs> Josh Jacobs. <laughs> no, 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 Josh. I love you, Josh. Zero. Zero. No, yeah. no, I would say um, any DB from Timo, Teamer, when he was here. Yeah, that group too. Jack Jones, all those guys. No chance. No chance. All right, who, uh, who would you say the biggest hothead? <laughs> I've seen some shit that I've never seen before yeah. in practice. <laughs> we'll leave that off script, but uh, he know yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Quick That's, temper. Yeah, we know. Short quick temper. Short way. We're okay. He's yeah, quick hands. Yeah. Strong hands. Strong hands, yeah. Heavy handed. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I might have to say probably myself. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, it takes... Some, you know, it takes a little bit for me to get there, but I got to work on it. Yeah, I got to work on that. Who's the best DJ user? DJ? I'm going to go with Joe, our video Joe. guy. Yeah, Joe, Stand the up. video guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he gets Shout money. out Joe. <laughs> Big shout out to Joe Harrington. Yeah, Joe, He's Joe, always, Joe got it. He yeah, he makes our videos before the games, and he, he definitely, I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, this is a... Fifty-year-old man, like old white guy, yeah, and he's he no. But even in our meetings, like he starts off the meeting. We always have yeah. music playing to start off our meetings, and then yeah. I have my theme music. I kind of walk into my deal, but he has their like music to start off. So yeah, no, Joe Harrington's a he good choice. Heat, man. That's a good choice for sure. I got to pick something different. Um, I would say, um, I would say Trayvon Morg again. I mean, me and him, our playlists were always swapping songs out. I'm like, where'd you hear that from? And then who is this? Which artist is this? And he's always playing music out loud. So yeah, me and him definitely. Yeah, we share, share the same kind of taste. All right, who's got the best whip on the team? The 64 Impala? Look at him. Great. He's like, yeah, unbiasedly, <laughs> myself. That's legendary. Yeah. Can't you pick can choose it. yourself. You can't you say you could. Oh, okay. Oh, it's close, because they don't have that. They can have all the other whips. They can have the Rolls Royces. <laughs> They're not getting that one. They, they, they didn't realize whose car was. I've had the car out there since, what, training camp? Yeah, training camp. And the only reason Max knows because he knows where I park, because I park probably like four or five spots from him. Right, nice, yeah. Yeah. But they're like, one day, they're like, whose car is that? Like, ah, you don't. Pointing like that guy. Uh, then they saw me pulling up, like, oh, sh-. but well, I, I mean, you got some, you got some other ones too. Yeah, I got some. Heat. You got some. Sh-. That's not the only one. That's not the only one. Yeah, I would say uh, cars. I mean, there's some wild cars. There's some bad ones too. I mean, people 
there's like a level like you try to go overboard a little bit they're definitely there but I mean it's hard to go against Tay I mean he's just Lambo rolls Ferraris and he's got a lot they're all the foreigns all foreigns first impression of Max true impression yeah and then vice versa for you for AP Energizer Bunny Energize the bunny. I'm like, this dude just. That's a great comment. There's, you know, like the walkthrough, like walkthrough. <laughs> hey, you notice when you talk to him, he can't stand still. No, no. He's, no, no. Yeah. No, he's doing this. He's like, hey, man, right here, focus. <laughs> right here, look at me. You know what I mean? But like, you love it because it's contagious. Like, if you don't get up, like I said, if we don't match his effort and his energy, then we're screwed. Like, I'm not going to slow him down. He knows that. I'm not going to slow him down. No, you need to catch up with this dude. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch up with him. First thing I said, I said, man, my job is to max your deal. And that, he knows even before, for all this even took place. Oh, that's yeah. what we were talking about on the sideline. The for a whole two years. Yeah. He'll come off. I'll be trying to match. I'll go there. I'm not the linebacker coach. No. I mean, the D-line coach. I'll go there and talk to him. Try to get him going. Not just talking. He'll be talking yeah. too. <laughs> he knows exactly what <laughs> off. I'm like, all right, but watch it. It's every single day, practice, on the field, like game day, it's, it's always the same shit. Your first yeah, impression. for sure. My first impression, um, I would just say real I mean he came in he said exactly I mean the first day he's like this is a 10-day lease like I'm playing with house money I'm gonna come in we're gonna tell like all the shit he said I'm gonna t- we're gonna talk our smoke our we're gonna play a different style of football you're gonna hear it you're gonna see it um and it's gonna look different and uh I would just say you're real you're exactly you know what everybody sees is exactly what you are on a daily basis which I think is you know especially nowadays there's so much bullshit out in the world um you know, people try to put out a front and things like that, but um, I love it, you know, and the guys the guys feed off that energy because he's 100% straightforward. It's black and white. If you're late, you're getting fine. There's no argument about it. it everything is black and white, and he's going to give it to you real every single time. So that was my first impression, just he's just real. This question is for Max. Do you miss the black hole in Oakland? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny. I was just talking about this uh, today, and someone was asking me, like, were you, did you play for the Oakland Raiders at one point? And I was like, that year was one. I'll never forget it, like for many reasons, good and bad. But uh, I, I mean, the fans in Oakland, I'm so happy. Like I got to experience that. And obviously it was the last year um, in Oakland and just the fans. Like I can't even explain. I'm coming from Eastern Michigan. Like we had 12,000 in the crowd. They got tarps over the wayside because there's nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody over there. Like. That's what it was. And then my first game, we're playing Denver on Monday night. Bob Miller's on the other side. We got, you know, we're playing Denver. Like, the crowd was, I can't even explain how ridiculous it was. They're throwing shit on the field. They're, like, people falling out of the stands, like, just a shit show. And then by the time the fourth quarter hits, you get the wave of, of Kush going through the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole stadium. And you're, I'm like, looking around, and all the guys are like, Welcome to Oakland. I'm like, yeah, this is legendary. So, I mean, I got so much love for Oakland. Um, I've gone back um, a couple times since, but um, I need to get back out to Oakland because I, I got a ton of love for him for sure. I'm working a halftime show. I'm on my lunch break. I have to go now. I just want to say that I'm wearing my Raiders every day. Oh, yeah. Every, day. Yeah. Yeah. every Raider fan that's in that stadium working, we're repping and making sure they're in our house. Give her a round of applause. Give her a round of applause. I love it. I love it. On a lunch break. I love that. On a lunch break. Real one. Really to get. Real one. <laughs> yeah, Did she leave? Okay, Garps. Did she leave? Garps. Yeah, no, she left too. Get her. Give her a rush out. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Um, 
honestly, like everyone has their welcome to the NFL moment. Um, I remember, I remember when I first got into the league. I'm coming from Eastern Michigan, you know, a little bit skinnier, um, yeah. just a little bit. Um, and the first day I go out there, it's OTAs, and like we're going through practice, and you know, going against O line and D line, and uh, Trent Brown walks out. And this is just when he became the highest paid tackle of all time at that time. And he was in, you know, his best shape at the time. Um, this dude is six foot eight, 385, quick feet, massive, long arms. And I'm not even in pads. Like, at that time, I was relying off just, like, running my head through a cage and trying to make plays and things like that. I wasn't, you know, who I am today. And this dude, first day OTAs, they slide me into a 4i. And I'm lined up over a mountain. And uh, I mean, I legitimately could not see anything. Like he just grabbed me, and I couldn't see anything. Like I'm like, this is, I mean, this is not Eastern Michigan anymore. So, um, yeah, at that time, that dude was he he humbled the shit out of me. But like you said, when you're going against the best every single day, um, I went into the season with like the ultimate confidence. It took me like two weeks to beat him in a pass rush. I beat him with a long arm, and like you said, cow tipping. His big ass. I got underneath him and went flying, and I got a sack, and I was like. I was shocked I did it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> two weeks later, I'm like, I was struggling. So once I did that, I, you know, I broke through that barrier, um, and then it gave me the ultimate confidence going to my rookie season. So yeah, I would say like initially, like that was the, uh, you know, my my welcome to the NFL moment, the hardest guy I had to go against. Quick question for both of you: What does it feel like to represent that Raider brand? Talk about that a little bit, and what did it feel like for you, Max, to get drafted and by the Raiders? What was that emotion like? Yeah, um, you know, the silver and black is, is a way of life. You know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, there's no such thing as like a, as a halfway Raider fan. You're either all the way in, all the way out. So for me, I live my life that way. Like before I took a snap with the Raiders, I got the shields added right on me um, because I knew exactly this is where I want to be. You know what I mean? It made too much sense. So, um, you know, some people say I look like a biker. Some people say I look like this. And I'm like, right, I'm a Raider, mother. So I live it up. <laughs> And I just, yeah, I, I fully embrace it because y'all are real and authentic. You know, we go, like you said, from L.A. to Oakland to Vegas, um, some of the dopest, realest cities in the, in the country. So I like to, you know, I fully represent and live it on a daily basis. And um, it carries out through my family. My wife knows how I am. My friends know how I am. Um, I, I live it and I, and, I, and I breathe it every single day. And I'm, I'm sure AP could say the same exact thing. It just, you know, it's, it's a way of life for sure. Yeah, for me, I grew up in those colors. You know what I mean? Like I said, when I grew up in the city of L.A., that was a way of life for a lot of different reasons. And uh, when you wore that silver and black, it meant something. People know you were It's about that life. It's about that. Yeah. You know, they, especially if you had them black Air Forces on, you knew what time it was, right? <laughs> so, um, so for me, man, I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, I, I played for you know, two organizations on the East Coast. You know, obviously the Redskins down the Commanders and the Giants. Two good organizations. At the end of my career, I was like, man, I wish you know I could have played for the Raiders. That's what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to finish, finish off back on the West Coast, back in front of my home, my family, my friends. Uh, I didn't get that opportunity, so you know, went another route, and that's why when the opportunity came to join here as a linebacker coach, I jumped on it. I turned down other NFL teams, and when Mr. Davis said, you know, are you up for it? I'm like, this dude don't know what he's about to get, you know, and that's where we are today. So 100. percent Yes, sir. Amen. My long-term goals I keep in the telescope. Like, I see it in the back of my head. Um, like we talked about, I want to be a Hall of Famer. I want to be the greatest Raider of all time. I want to be the best to ever do it at what I do. Um, and that requires my attention every single day. But, um, you know, for me, there's no such thing as, like, realistic goals. I hate when people are like, 
you know, to be realistic, when I was a kid, I was like, I don't, like, I would just turn the other shoulder. I would walk away. I'd be like, I don't believe in that. That's not how I carry myself. And if I did, I wouldn't be where I am today. So um, there's no such thing as a ceiling. I don't believe in that. So every single year, I don't like to put a number on anything um, because I know I'm capable of, you know, taking that next step every year because of the work I put in on a daily basis. So it doesn't stop for me. Like, he knows how it is. This is a week after the season. I'm still walking around, and I'm limping, stiff-legged, and my arms all mess up. But, it, like, I live it every single day. So I don't believe in a ceiling, and uh, I don't believe in, you know, realistic expectations. I don't, I don't believe there's a cap on, you know, what I can achieve going into next season. Yeah. Amen. season what are some of the uh, characteristics or traits of the team that you want the team to have as their identity and you know when you when you place a when you when you uh, place uh, face opponents next year what do you want those opponents to say about the Raiders I always talk about it like our, our resume is on the grass and it's on the film right when we watch that it should be that of a team that's physical playing with extreme effort passionate the love for the game playing for one another um, and there's different ways to be physical. Like, we can't knock each other's heads off the board. That ain't it. But you heard Max say it, heavy hands. I always tell our guys, heavy, be heavy-handed. Bless them. You ever went to church and the, and, the, and the pastor bless you? God bless you. That, we, we, bless, we bless the souls of our opponents. Right? I tell the guys like this, and they know, and I keep it real simple. It should look right, it should sound right, and it should smell right. Just think about what I'm saying. If it look right and you close your ears... When you see it, it'll be like, ooh. When you close your eyes and you hear it, it should look a certain way. And if you did both, close your eyes and did your ears, it should smell like physicality. Smell like So when you watch us, I told the guys, when they watch us and somebody turned on TV, they'd be like, like Christmas Day, God, they whooping that. <laughs> That's what we want. And then we want you guys just to be proud. Win, lose, or draw. Look, the reality is we're not going to win every game. doesn't happen. Only one team has ever done it. But what we can do is control how we play the game. Mm -hmm. That we give everything we got. And sometimes, listen, man, the ball might bounce. We might get a call against us. A guy might drop a ball. We're not going to blame him on that play because we had other opportunities to win the game. But if you can be proud of what you see each and every week, like, you come to the game, you know, I tell them, we're in Vegas. We are the number one show in Vegas. It ain't Usher. It ain't Usher no more. It's the Raiders. All right, Usher got one more trip in Vegas. After that, it's our show. <laughs> All right? And Max didn't know it. Like, we got to put on a show, and that's what we want to do. It's, we're in the entertainment business, but more importantly, we're in the business of winning. And that's all that matters. You guys don't judge me, judge Max, but our results are win. Individual stats mean nothing. Let's talk to Max about it. He can have the all-time, he can be the, the greatest Raider of all time. But Howie Long got a what? Super Bowl ring. ring. Yeah. Great talented. Does he have a Super Bowl ring? Those are the guys you want. Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen. When you talk about certain guys, the difference between players and quarterbacks is that championship. Yeah. The reason I'm in this position is because I won a championship and I beat the so-called greatest team of all time. And that's our goal each and every year as long as I'm here. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's all we got for today. I just want to say thank you, of course, to New Era, you know, sponsoring. Um, shout out to Flanker for allowing us to come here tonight, um, put on our first live show. Um, and especially appreciate you, Coach, for coming out, showing love, uh, being with the fans. And like you said, like, we're, we're going to be the biggest show in Vegas, and that's our plan. So we got a stogie for you. We're going to smoke our talk our 
Rock our forces. Come on. That's what we do. And this is the rough. That's all we got. Yeah, we got a little something for you. Obviously, sponsored by New Era. New Era. Big shout out to New Era. Um, shout out to Flanker, everybody, you know, coming out here, showing love to the fans. But it wouldn't be right if we didn't get you right with the New Era, <laughs> the Rush hat, so you can rock that on your weekends. But also, I mean, it wouldn't be right if you didn't have a well, fresh new pair, <laughs> Air Force Ones, black edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right so we got you. Take that hey, time. You know, hey, you know the game's got them on. The whole yeah, squad. Yeah. Nah, nah, the whole That's game something. got him on. Hold yeah, on, man. Throw them on real quick. Come on, man. Nah, no, the other way. Come on. Come on, man. 100%. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I try to keep it for game day, but you know, it's, uh, once in a while you gotta change it up. I'm really in. Talking my shit like. Turn really in, oh God. Walk up in this shit like. Yeah, I'm really in. Talking my shit like. I'm really here.